So this is generally a serious question that has been, uh, I've been repeatedly talking about this since um, the Eternals movie, you know, been going through what it's been going through. And if you haven't noticed, basically a bunch of people are kind of jumping on the bandwagon of talking about the fact that it's been considered rotten by Rotten Tomato standards. Now, for full disclosure, I do not like talking about um, fucking rating sites for movies, um, critic sites and things like that. You enjoy what you enjoy and you like what you like. Um, some things are universally considered bad and some things are universally considered good. But just because a movie is great, famous, or amazing doesn't mean that, one, you need to go see it, you have to go see it, or if something is considered really bad, if you watch it and you enjoy it, means that there's something wrong with you or anything like that. Like, um, for instance, Spider-Man 3 is considered an, a really bad movie. I personally enjoy that movie. I always consider it a 50-50 movie. Half of it I like, half of it I can't stand. But I still can sit down and watch it and enjoy it because, hey, that's my Toby. But I look at something like um, the MCU Spider-Man movies, everything that has Tom Holland in it, and it makes me sick to my stomach because I fucking hate him. He's not who Spider-Man actually is. It's nothing in relation to anything in the comics. And they just completely disavow and take away anything that made Peter Parker special or relatable with his actual um, actions or just blank or just basic him. Shit that even Andrew Garfield was able to get correctly, Tom Holland can't get correctly. And I hate it. I hate it to my core. But that first movie made like a billion dollars. The second one made a lot of money as well. And people generally like to go around screaming about how they like the Tom Holland Spider-Man. But I like to talk that up to just being that it's included in the MCU and people are fucking stupid. But, you know, that's just me. But again, with the announcement of the Eternals, I was already adamant about everything that they stand for and what the hell it represents. Because it's an incredibly stupid story i mean well not story but it's incredibly stupid premise you have a bunch of characters that are super powerful um damn near superman powered-esque creatures <laughs> and uh, essentially they've been around since all the bad shit that's been going on on the planet but they have not interfered but instead for whatever reason um now all of a sudden they're doing something if you were introducing a bunch of galactic entities or these people and characters that are all set in this premise or whatever. I don't understand why they couldn't have made it to where they were on another planet or why it wasn't that, you know, just because of the incidents that happened on earth, they then had to respond to what it was that they were going through. It could have opened up for more galactic entities being introduced within the MCU, more shit that now since they have the rights to it, they could have easily done, but instead they did something that immediately made the premise just really fucking weird. Then came the diversity factor for me. Now, I could give two shits about who plays what character because it's all fucked up, realistically. Um, it always has been and always will be. Uh, so going around saying, I want this actor to play this character, this actor to play this character, when they're generally unknown, unwanted, and super just blank spaces of nothing, I'm, I'm cool with that. I don't mind that. But when you dig deeper into what was happening and essentially all that happened because of diversity, then that's a problem. And it's like, oh, so you didn't get these band of characters and want to do a movie about them because they have a pretty decent and solid following in the comics. Um, they're interesting characters that you guys want to showcase within the MCU when you have a 
nice little um, concrete storyline going on with them or anything like that. No, that's not the case at all. Much like with Shang-Chi, we did this to appease a certain group of people. Now, Shang-Chi was created to basically appease China. China actually didn't want anything to do with Shang-Chi because they made a martial art film and China already makes martial art films. And they not they aren't interested in American movies because they cater to a Chinese audience. That would be fucking stupid. That's why people don't look at anime and wonder why <laughs> it's not like American TV shows. That's fucking stupid. It's a different culture, different aspects, different movies, different characters. We, I accept that. Um, and it's like, if you ever, um, you know, read a Chinese comic in correlation to an American comic, there are huge fucking differences. So obviously something like Shang-Chi would be something that China would be like, yeah, I don't, we don't really fucking get jiggy with this. <laughs> and yeah, um, I know a lot of people might clamor up and talk about the fact that Shang-Chi actually made money. And I, so it's a goddamn Marvel movie. I mean, at the same time, I was just talking about, I more so don't really judge based on the amount of money that it made because Captain Marvel even made a billion dollars, but more so just the quality of the film. And Captain Marvel is a horrible movie. Um, don't let anyone tell you different. But uh, Captain Marvel a, a, was a horrible movie. And then you have Shang-Chi, which was initially just created and made to appease the Chinese audience without any thought process being done into continuing or having the MCU go in a new direction. It's just, hey, how do we make China happy? Let's make a Chinese character that we got into a movie that'll make china happy i guess it will and now it's with the eternals it was like well how do we make the the rainbow coalition people happy <laughs> how do we get these alphabet people to be happy and whatnot you know the lgbtq plus community and it's like well let's give them a divert and it's like not just catering to them but anyone who's clamoring for diversity anyone who wants um you know, the feminist uh, people who are against racist and, and like racism and things like that, prejudice and all that. So it's like, let's just have a diverse cast of these people play these characters. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but when every decision that you made within your movie just correlates from the idea that you're doing this because of the sake of diversity. Well, then you got yourself a shit show. That's the problem because this thing wasn't made up because it has a good story that with solid characters that you wanted to create. You made this up because you wanted to showcase diversity. And that was it. That was, that was the whole fucking plan. It didn't matter what else came afterwards. As long as you showcase diversity, you went so far as to even get a goddamn director who did a movie that won an Oscar but has never done anything that's in relation to an action adventure or something even similar to a goddamn MCU movie. How fucking stupid do you have to be? And it's like the writing is on the walls. This is a bad idea because you're working backwards and you shouldn't, you shouldn't be. You're a formulaic movies. You have formulaic movies that essentially go nowhere and are uninteresting, but they do have a following. They do have a fan base. And during the age of spin, that means a lot for movies. So look at the Fast and Furious movie. That movie made so many millions and it was the ninth movie as well as one of the dumbest, but it made so many millions and more power to you. It Fast and Furious has a fan base. That's why people fucking like it. Hell, they still keep playing that goddamn um, song with that one dude singing <laughs> like on different uh, platforms and whatnot. And it's like, oh, it's supposed to indicate that it's sad. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I've heard sadder songs, but also just uh, Fast and Furious. Not, mm -mm. But it it all boiled down to the fact that everything that they were doing was for the sake of diversity. They had articles come out 
of talking about the fact that they have gays in this damn movie. And for some reason, that's life-saving. And that's just disgusting. I've seen plenty of movies with gay people in it. And none of them should ever be considered or should be even correlated to being something that's life-saving. Much less that hold, hold that much of importance over someone's life it, itself just because it exists. There's plenty of gay comic book characters. Why not show them? Give them the time of day. Show, Give them a fucking movie. Instead of actually changing an already pre-existing character and turning them gay, I don't understand the hypocrisy when you're claiming that this is diversity. And it's like, it isn't. You're single-handedly picking the best of the best, or you want to pick the best of the best, changing them to fit some type of narrative, and then showcase that as your diversity. Rather than letting anyone who's an aspiring comic book artist or someone who has a comic book that has a character that fits all the criteria of your diversity, and sim and simply because you are in that mindset, because I've said this before, people have that mindset of wanting that shit instantly. And when you want something fucking instant, you don't care to work for it. You want it instantly. I want a Big Mac right now. I don't want to fucking make a Big Mac. I just want a Big Mac. I'll go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac and then eat it. That's instant gratification. But if I actually wanted to make myself a sandwich or something like that, I have to put in work <laughs> to put in effort. I need the meat, the cheese, the mayonnaise, the bread. I have to put that shit together in a way that I like it to where it's perfect. That way I can sit back and enjoy my creation after I've done it. That there's a difference, but you see how one is a Big Mac and the other one is a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, the instant gratification might seem better, but realistically, Big Mac's not healthy. I can add a plethora of lettuce to uh, my sandwich because, you know, Big Mac, you get that shredded shit. And I, don't, I don't really think that that's all lettuce, but <laughs> I mean, it's still good, but I don't know. Um, but, oh man, I'm, 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 this analogy is going horribly wrong <laughs> and it's just making me want a Big Mac, but I digress. It's the simple idea that essentially that you're just immediately allowed or that you should have what you want just built off of the narrative that you feel that now is your time. That's cool. You know, but it's like much like with the first um, the first time black people have been put in movies and TV shows and whatnot. They didn't start off as the main character or the best character. They start off in lowly roles or racist stereotypes or some of the most outrageous concepts. Have you ever seen the original King Kong movie? Fucking terrible. But that's but it wasn't it wasn't until it, we got to a point where it was like, you know, we can strive for more, for better. It wasn't that fucking long ago when Denzel Washington became the first black man to win an Oscar. Let's not forget that, you know? And it was like, that happened not too long ago, you know? And it was like, that was just a few years. It was like, it was some years ago, but like a few years ago. So it's it like, it happened within my fucking lifetime and I'm 31. So yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's not that long ago. But again, that's something he had to work for. That's something the industry had to work up to. There have been fantastic acting um, prowess with different people within um, movies and whatnot that essentially just didn't really get that type of respect. Well, he won it for Best Actor. Um, it didn't really get that type of respect. Sidney Portier is uh, my number one goat for that. Um, and it's like, yo, this motherfucker has did so many goddamn movies where he should have received Best Actor. It's disgusting that he did not. <laughs> but like, it's like, 
the fuck Sidney Poitier? Like, come on, man. <laughs> I believe he was knighted, though, so I guess that's cool. <laughs> but it all bears down to the fact that you essentially created a movie. You, you're, you, you work backwards. You created a movie for the sake of diversity, and you didn't really give a shit about anything else I was going to relate, which has been a staple with everything else that's been happening within Marvel. You wanted Black um, you wanted Scarlet Witch to be the most powerful character. You didn't give a fuck about continuity. You wanted Loki to enter um to enter in a brand new spectrum for what the MCU was going to start dealing with. You didn't give a fuck about continuity. You didn't give a fuck about character. You wanted um the Falcon to take over the mantle of Captain America. You didn't give a fuck about who the Falcon is as a character or let him become his own superhero way before he even um approaches or accepts the mantle of Captain America. All of these things just are done in the most lackluster way possible. And realistically, the MCU has been going this route way before fucking Endgame. And it's just that now, without the allure of the 10-year buildup to the end of Thanos actually coming about, trying for them for them to try and make uh, another MCU 10-year buildup is pathetic. Because essentially, the formulaic way that they've been pumping out these movies is now shit. They're now terrible. People are now seeing it for the disgusting piece of crap that it is because it's just this cardboard cutout of a movie that no one is interested in. Now people are basically reviewing it and talking about the villains or the appeal of the heroes or the actual characters. And it's like, yeah, because the allure of the superhero is gone now. We've seen these powers before. We've seen this type of character arc before. All this shit has happened before. We need something more. You want me to care about this hero? Then you need to have me care about this hero. There's a reason that the great superheroes that exist today are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man. That's where I'm going to end it. <laughs> and, um, and like, yeah, there's more on DC than there is on Marvel, but uh, I mean, come on. Uh, X-Men aren't heroes, all right? I'm going to stop you right there. X-Men aren't heroes. They're not superheroes. X-Men are racist Avengers. <laughs> they fight racism. That's what they do. <laughs> Fantastic Four. You mean Chippendale Rescue Rangers? I don't think so. <laughs> I fucking hate Fantastic Four. Oh man, they are so boring. <laughs> Hell, Hulk isn't a hero either. <laughs> Shit. Well, Batman's a vigilante. No, Batman is a superhero. That man is peak human physical conditioning, which makes him the same as Captain America, but better. And Captain America is considered a superhero, and Batman is considered a superhero. That nigga worked he earned the right to be a superhero because <laughs> he's a man a superman but i digress <laughs> it's it's terrible that essentially the comic book industry has already just buried itself neck deep into shit and it, it's an unrecognizable sludge of just disgusting rhetoric of just pandering towards a group of people who never will ever read the comics, partake in any of the information, or even care about the characters. They're just people who want gratification for the fact that they want this thing that's incredibly popular right now to represent them because they feel their voices need to be heard. They don't want to make their own thing. They just want this thing to be their voice. Fucking selfish is what it is. And so then you have these idiots who are now in charge of actually writing these comic books then talk and understand and talk and get in touch with the people who do these movies who are basically the same group of fucking people 
And then they make movies that cater to these people who don't care about these characters. They don't care about what's going on. They don't even like any of this. And then essentially it's already proven from the, from the jump that it isn't popular as the other things. Well, now the appeal of the representation is gone. I wanted this character to represent me because this character was incredibly popular and people liked him. But now that the representation is gone, well, I don't want this character to represent me because this character sucks. So this character is terrible. It doesn't matter that he's gay. It's just that he's bad. So you see how that shifting narrative is just a, a, not even a double-edged sword, but a fucking stick of dynamite. It's stupid. It's a, it's a dumb concept to have your movies even be structured by. You're working in a dumbass way. And again, it's backwards because again, your main plot, your main focus was the diversity before anything else. And that just did nothing but just ruin you. So I don't care that it got a rotten score. What I do care about is the fact that essentially a bunch of critics were able to see this movie. And when generally this type of concept of a movie shifts in their favor in terms of in terms of presenting that narrative to where they're like, oh no, this is great. It was cool. You know, because a lot of them, a lot of people, like you've seen when they did the red carpet wipe um walk, not wipe, <laughs> the red carpet walk, they had people talking to a bunch of other people and it was like, what does it feel like? playing a character that was gay or this. And it was like, wasn't it like life-changing and amazing that you brought someone that's a homosexual or a female leader to the to the world of the MCU? Isn't that like, it's history. And I was like, no, it isn't. It's a movie franchise that is based off of a comic book series that essentially it went against in order to placate to diversity's sake. Rather than being like, wouldn't it be awesome to play an actual character that re- exists within the MCU and then they gave that character a movie and then you just had to act as that character, which has some type of fan backing or people who like it and things like that. Wouldn't that have been cool? Wouldn't that have been nice to have seen Salma Hayek play somebody who happens to be a Hispanic um, superhero or something like that, rather than taking an existing white guy and turning that into Selma Hayek? Like, why? Selma Hayek is hot. I, I just I watch a movie because Selma Hayek, goddamn. But why do that? Why would you even want to do that? Why would you okay something like that? I get that the paycheck is the paycheck, but come on, people, let's have some sense here. Let's take a character and turn them gay. Why don't we actually just give this gay guy a fucking movie? This is an awesome comic based on this gay dude. People love it. It's it's a it's a it's not as popular as everything else, but it started off it started back a while ago. And it's just not he hasn't given the time of day. Look at the success of Jessica Jones. Like, so many people clamored. Like, her show did incredibly well for a character that was otherwise, at that point in time, in very much unknown um, in her own individual thing. A lot of people just associated her as being the wife of Luke Cage. That's, that's all I knew about her, and I don't know comics. But it's like, when talking about Jessica Jones, and I was like, yes, yeah, the girl who married Luke Cage. And I was like, oh, I know who they're talking about. And I was like, oh, wait, that's pretty cool. And I was like, oh, wait, like, I don't know who they're talking about. And I was like, yeah, but her actual story, she's a failed hero. One of the only incidents um, instance of a failed hero that exists within the MCU. And her show was very well done. I liked the Jessica Jones show, you know, the parts that were worth liking. But I liked the Jessica Jones, and, and I was a, a huge David Tennant fan. But um, it did really good for a character that essentially I knew nothing about. It was an interesting 
show for a character that I do nothing about. It had a bunch of down times in, in like the like the third season, but it was still an interesting watch. I still liked watching it. I still wanted to see what everything was about and how everything came to be. But that was a character that was unknown. She was an alcoholic. She would basically fuck random people just for the sake of it, you know, because you got to feel something when you're that depressed and broken and whatnot. She had a meth head best friend. Uh, she, had, she had a friend that was a meth head. Her best friend basically was like incredibly popular, but she grew up with her in a, well, her, uh, what would you say? Her, um, her sister, because <laughs> uh, she was the adopted one. So her adoptive sister basically grew up as like a child star. So she had to deal with the abuse of being raised by her crazy ass mom that led to her life of fame, which is also one of the things that made her have an inferiority complex with her and stuff like that. It was incredibly complex and it was nice. It was a good show to see. It was awesome. But again, that was a character that was unknown, but it actually built up its reputation. It got three seasons when Luke Cage only got two. And that was a fucking black superhero who was bulletproof. It had, um, what was it? Yeah, Jessica Jones, the only one who got three seasons. Um, Jessica Jones and Daredevil got three seasons, while Luke Cage got two, and Iron Fist should have, like, you know, burned <laughs> at the stake. I believe it had two seasons also, but should have burned at the stake. Iron Fist is terrible. Um, and if it wasn't for the fact that um, DC was doing their own thing and they took away, you know, Netflix being able to make those shows, there would have been more. There should have been more. There should have been more for... Fucking Punisher, there should have been more for um, Daredevil, and it should have been more for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. They were actually getting into some interesting spots within their own collective stories. But rather than capitalize on that, um, or essentially people take notice of how to handle that shit correctly, you have yourself a solid story with a character who otherwise is not that well that popular or whatnot. And during the current superhero craze that is going on, you just build on that shit, then you'll be okay. You don't need to make your own narrative. Follow the fucking comic. It's laid out for you in a story that is beloved and is known. Don't just take pieces from here or there and then make a fucking movie. Follow the comic. It's a goddamn storyboard for you, you dumb fuck. It's incredibly idiotic that this shit is basically, like essentially everyone is now taking notice of the MCU when it has been such a, a blatant on the wall um on the nose narrative scape within all of its content for the longest it is boring it is it is a bland movie narrative concept we saw with dune essentially seeking high praises and it not being this high driven action packed movie but instead this slow paced calm movie that just had a bunch of details in it that you honestly needed to sit through over two hours and 30 minutes of a movie in order to take in. And even that wasn't all that is registered to you because the books have so much more information, much like how they always do, that you couldn't even bring out within the movie in the first fucking place. It's, it's crazy that this is happening and that for me, that it took so long for other people to basically catch on to this, but more so that this has been a long time coming, and for the most part, I, I'm not I'm not going to be happy for the Marvel or the MCU or Disney to basically understand or get a kick in the pants that hey, you know maybe we should start changing up our formula or doing something different or whatnot. 
That's not what I'm going to be happy about. What I'm going to be happy is when you finally see a comic book movie based off of the actual comic book character that follows the fucking comic book. And then a comic book that's actually good, no less. Not something that's infamous, but actually something that's famous. There's a huge difference. And trust me, these motherfuckers who do these movies don't know the difference. That's why they keep trying to um, have shit kind of cater towards the um, clone saga within Spider-Man. Or one of the reasons why so many cartoons that handle Spider-Man try to implement the clone saga. When it's like, that is not a popular Spider-Man comic book thing. That is an infamous Spider-Man comic book thing. People fucking hated that thing. It ruined like, what, like 20 years of Spider-Man history for no fucking reason. It, it's stupid, but people who don't know, don't know. You know, it's it's sad. It really is sad. Like I said, the, the writing was on the walls and even how they justifiably implemented um, themselves with this Eternals movie. I mean, I, I don't expect it to be anything better than fucking Black Widow or nothing like that. And it was like, because that was a bad movie. Hell, that was a bad movie and, and bad execution and all that. But these are these things that keep happening, these movies that they keep making and all of this nonsense that get thrown out there where you have the journalists try to deliver a narrative, some type of to, to make you feel some type of way about whatever movie you're seeing. You have the actors and actresses trying to admit this narrative to make you feel some type of way for the movie that you're about to see. How terrible is it if you seriously go to see this movie just for the sense of guy and then you watch it and you hate it. And then you go, even a representation of what a gay person is, is terrible. How bad would you feel if everyone and everything was essentially screaming at you that that's what you should like because they did it? That's fucked up. And it's the equivalent for like me and like being told something, you know, it's like, it's good because it's black. It's like with Black Panther. I hated the Black Panther movie. I thought it was dumb. I saw it twice just to make sure that I didn't fuck up and have a really good memory. So trust me, that hurt. And Upon watching, I was like, yeah, this is a stupid fucking movie. But I was like, no, you're supposed to like it because it's black. And I was like, that's not an excuse. If I if I wanted to like it, I should like it. It being black should have nothing to do with it. It being black should be a secondary thought. And I was like, you know that was all black people? That's crazy. You know what else was all black people? Friday. And that's an amazing movie for black people. You know what else was all black? Fucking um, uh, The Wiz. And that's an amazing musical. <laughs> like, just different shit. Oh man, like, so I don't understand this concept of essentially this thing that's about to come out is pioneering the way for everyone else that'll follow it. When it's like, no, it isn't. There have been movies with gay people in it. Hell, I saw um recently uh, Bohemian Rhapsody with uh, Queen. Um, I didn't do a review on it or anything like that, but I, I thought the movie was awesome. You know, and it was like showing how Queen came up with the music and things like that. That was like creative as shit and interesting. I, I really enjoyed that. And like, hell, there were certain songs I heard and I was like, I didn't even know that was Queen. Because like, I haven't, I'm not like a fan, I'm like, like a huge fan of Queen and nothing like that. But it's like, yeah, you'd be surprised on exactly how much music you've heard throughout your life that essentially was a Queen song. And, and it, it was crazy. But even everything that that movie was, was interesting. And I was like, yeah, that was a gay dude. And I was like, that movie wasn't sitting there and being like, like strutted around and it was like a good intake on on a gay man it was like nah this is just this is what queen did it's like it's it's kind of hard to explain even though i've been talking for like 20 fucking seven minutes um but it's just it's just this mindset that these people have in order to sit there and try to make you think a certain way 
And now that one of their main fucking crazy ass critic sites is essentially going to go against them, um, there's going to be so many, so much people that are just going to not adhere to the movie now because it has a low rating or whatnot. That fresh rating thing means something to some people. I hate when I buy like a Blu-ray or something like that and then it's on there or they slap that sticker on there or something like that. I fucking hate that because it's like, this doesn't mean anything to me. I get that to some people it does, but I actually hate it. <laughs> you're, you're ruining my box. <laughs> get off, please. But it's just, I do hope this opens up a lot of people's eyes and then they strive to make better movies. And not, not for Disney or them to make better comic book movies. I don't give a fuck anymore about that. Just better movies in general. Because it's not like this is something that hasn't been happening in movies all along. It's just that this is something that is now popping up within the MCU and is being blatantly just, ugh. It was like, because you, you did the deed. You did good. You made some good movies. The smart move would have been to hit a reset button. But instead, you're trying to just keep on chugging. And you're going downhill fast over a goddamn ravine. And you just, you're just not seeing it coming. And realistically, so many other people have already jumped off the fucking train. But there's a lot of people who still are blindfolded sitting there in the front car. And they're just, you know, and it's like, they're just, no, well, they're not blindfolded. They're sitting in the front car and they're looking out the window. And they're just still not registering that you're cream, you're careening straight towards a ravine. So hopefully these motherfuckers learn to jump ship and then we get other people to strive and do better movies, much like with Dune and other things that are coming out to where it's like, hey, some people just like dumbass action movies, some people just like dumbass comedy movies, some people just like really good narrative stories. Either way, start making good movies, not just movies for the sake of fitting or hitting a checkbox. This has been another episode of Fun to Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people, hope you had fun. Oh, yeah, go to anchor.fm slash Daniel the Flame if you want to hear more of my stuff. A little self-promotion. All right, goodbye.